Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. In the game. This is the only opportunity we have tonight with each other. We don't get these. It's time for 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show. Join us along with high school sports guru Sam Crenshaw and former high school football head coach Chris Parker. Listen in as we get you up to date on everything you need to know in the world of high school football in Georgia. From score updates to live reports from the week's top matchups, we bring Friday Night Lights to life. Hey, let's get this thing popping, man! 92.9 The Game's High School Scoreboard Show is brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain, and... And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. The 92.9 The Games High School Scoreboard Show is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's Sam and Chris. And a good Friday evening to all nine floors up in our Midtown Atlanta studios. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. Welcome in the high school scoreboard show on this Friday night. My goodness, the season, where has it gone? And you can tell it's changing. We've had some cool temperatures. Some people, I think, had to turn the AC off and maybe turn that heater on some a couple of nights this week, Coach. It might even be time, Sam, for the hot chocolate. Might be. It might be. We might be getting there. I know that's one of your favorite times of Absolutely, year. Absolutely, man. We're to... heading there. Two weeks left after tonight. Wow. Two weeks after tonight. So where has it gone? Where has it gone in the regular season? Now, we'll be in the playoffs, too. But for the regular season, yeah. two weeks after tonight. Man, only two weeks left in this regular season, and a lot has yet to be determined. The next, the next, you know, tonight, the next two weeks, you're going to go right down to the final games and the final nights, finding out who makes it in to the postseason, who's a seeded team in the postseason. And there's some teams who've gotten off to a good start. One or two of them probably ain't going to make it. Yeah, you're going to see regions with five and six good teams, four are going to make the playoffs. You're going to see some people do things they haven't done in so many years or they've never done and things like this, but they got to finish the drill, finish the job, finish the season to make that accomplishment happen. There's people out there who haven't made the playoffs in a long time. They're trying to get in the playoffs. There's those who haven't had these long playoff runs. They're trying to position themselves because it matters where you're seated, Sam. So you're going to see every game tonight about, almost every game, out of the hundreds we talk about, our region games, every one of them really matter. Yep, and that's the thing. We're to that point where the games, every game matters. It, it really does. You want to watch the action tonight. If you're heading out to games in the area, and we hope that you are headed out to catch some of the action uh, around that area or around the state, hope you'll still be keeping up with us and obviously following us on social media as we'll be posting uh, things there. Our reporters who are out at our games this, uh, this week will be posting uh, video clips and updates 
uh, from the games that they're covering for us tonight. I think it's going to be a fantastic night. It is. Uh, I'll tell you what. Let's go to the opening drive. Can we, can we do that? Go ahead and get us started. It's time for the opening drive. Brought to you by the WSauce. Bigger, better, bolder. Visit WSauce.com to find a retailer near you. All right, we're going to start. In the, and you know what? If you follow high school football in the state, and if you followed it in any length of time, meaning years, this is a big weekend. This is High School Hall of Fame weekend. And Chris Parker and I are just thrilled and uh, honored that we get a chance to be on the board of uh, the committee that helped to select this year's Hall of Fame class. We think is a pretty distinguished class. Well, I think it's a great class, Sam. I'll tell you what was a, an honor to be asked to be a part of it, but then it became a job when you had to kind of sort through some of these people because, man, there's a lot more than 40 good players out there to pick from. They really are. They really are. And it really tells you about, you know, what's going on in this state. Everybody talks about now, as we just mentioned with Dukes and Bell a few minutes ago, a lot of people talk about the talent now and, and the way this area is recruited. And, and when, when draft day rolls around for the National Football League, how many names we get uh, called for the draft with ties to this state and played their high school football in this state. Um, but it didn't just start. It's been going on for a while. It's been going on for a long time, Sam. I mean, I do think you're seeing more and more high-level recruits that make it through maybe than you did years and years ago. But the success stories of people going from high school to really successful college careers or even in the NFL has been going on a long time. And we're going to have people going back to the – I think the 1930s, I want to say uh, Bill Hartman's father, Bill, yep, yep. was the first player ever to graduate from University of Georgia that got drafted in the NFL. Yep. Is that right? Correct. I think I understood that yep. right. And he's going in. So you're talking about, look at all the draftees Georgia's had last couple of years. Yeah. Dozens of people right. getting drafted by the University of Georgia, but only one was the first one ever. And as a high school player right here in Georgia. And you're going to see so many of those kind of stories. Uh, we've got had so many people enter in the Hall of Fame last year the Herschel Walkers, the people like that. You're going to see another group like that tomorrow night, and I think you're going to keep seeing a few groups like that for years to come because there's several people that aren't in that that are really, really good ball That's the thing about it, Chris. When you go down the list of people who are in the Hall of Fame, people always say, they they don't have so-and-so. They don't have this guy. What do you mean they don't don't have any? That guy was great. Well, of course, yeah, and that's what this Hall of Fame has done for us or anyone who's been involved with the process so somebody, nobody gets overlooked because eventually people are going to say, what about this guy? And every county, every area of the state had a guy. Every what team you, had a guy. Sam. Right, every team And had there's a guy. 450 teams. So imagine that. I mean, every team had a guy. And if you're at Valdosta, if you're at LaGrange, if you're at Gainesville, where they've been playing 100 years, you got a bunch of guys, right? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're talking about a, a couple thousand qualified people. Mm-hmm. And you're whittling that down. And so – it's just an honor to uh, to be considered for that and really excited for these people that are going in tomorrow. You're talking about people like Dan Reeves. You're talking about people like uh, Mike Bobo, Dre Goff. You're, these are people who you may know from some other thing that they did. Right. You know, but but they're talking about their high school football days. Right. They were some of the best high school players at one point in their career. And you're talking about NFL players. You're talking about people like Quincy Carter and DJ Shockley and, you know, those people that Jamal Lewis – that maybe people do more recently remember as being star football players in college or the NFL, mm-hmm. but they got their start right here on Friday nights, just like tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. It's going to make the evening special. Uh, last year was very, very special, and uh, the number of people who come and to take part in it. So I think that's great, and they got a great swap from throughout the area. 
Uh, if you're a Georgia or a Georgia Tech fan, you got both those schools very well represented. Got some Tennessee Vols. Uh, they went there. Jamal Lewis is Tennessee Vol, and uh, Deion Grant from down in Georgia, down at uh, Augusta. Also, we spent some time with Pat Swilling last week, and he was also awful lot of fun talking about him. We got a couple of people who are going to join us tonight. I think people will enjoy hearing from him as well, and Marcus Stroud and and John Davis, who's from up in your part of the world, up, up there. In, yeah, up Big in, John Davis representing in, the mountains, up in Gilbert, representing the North Georgia area in the <laughs> Hall of Fame. So, uh, really, a great career with the Buffalo Bills, um, big offensive lineman. And I was proud, Sam. Before we get off that topic, let me yeah. just say whether anybody wants to hear it or not that I was proud of the emphasis that was put on the the whole football yes. team, and there was yes. a lot of talk about offensive line and defensive line and linebackers and. You know, it's just easy watching the game to focus so much on the quarterback or the running back, and they are very important. But, you know, everybody – there's some good ball players that sometimes you forget about if you don't make yourself talk about, you know, those offensive linemen, defense linemen. You look at that Pro Football Hall of Fame, there's a lot of offensive linemen. Absolutely. A lot of defense linemen. Because the people that know football know that. And so good to see John Davis and people like him being celebrated in this group. Yep. John Stinchcomb will, will join his brother, Matt, who went in last year, uh, and, and, uh, and Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. A lot of yeah. people don't even know Jeff Saturday played high school football in Georgia. I know it. I know it. I know he's, it. In, he's going in Georgia High School Hall of Fame tomorrow night. Yep, that has happened, folks. So it's so a great, a great distinguished list of uh, players. And then some people who went and took another sport. And we've talked to some of those people. we got a guy like, like Al, Al Pinkins, uh, who was fantastic at Mitchell Baker uh, playing quarterback. He ends up going to play basketball at NC State. Right. So just like last year, we had, had Charlie Ward. Had, and had Jeff Francoeur. Yep. Jeff Francoeur, who chose, was a, one baseball. of the best high school football players you're ever going to see. Yep. So he made the high school Hall of Fame, but a baseball player. Yep. Um, so, yeah, he just – the talent level has been so high lately. Because remember, for anybody listening that's kind of learning about this for the first time, we're not talking about Trevor Lawrence and Nick Chubb and Deshaun Watson and Cam Newton and – we're not talking about those people. Right. Those people aren't in yet. They're not ready. It, this is, but that's been going on longer than you think. Right. And that's right. if you really start paying attention to who went to high school here. And if you listen every week at eight forty, you get to hear one of them. You get right. We've talked to so many. Calvin Johnson. We really have. You know, people really like have. that that yeah. that aren't even in this yet. Yeah. But they will be. Yeah. Don't yeah, worry. That, that, they that, will that, be. That's the thing. That, yeah. that is the thing that is fantastic about it. So uh, that's a lot of fun we have this week. Also this week, something we talked about, a topic we talked about, and we will uh, continue to talk about it, high school NIL. Uh, we saw an example already. We kind of knew that, that Julian Lewis would be probably the first uh, player in the state to really get a deal, and he got a deal, I think, was Leaf Trading Cards. Um, and so that that's it. I mean, but how many other players in the state will garner something like that? Yeah, it was interesting to see uh, Julian Lewis signs with a uh, with Leaf training cards. Mm-hmm. Um, really interesting for him. I don't know. That is the kind of legislation that we had to see. I mean, you couldn't really get in his way of doing that. Uh, and so the GHSA had to make some rules to allow for things like that. What will be interesting to see is who else is in that group, who um, – what other things come out of it? But if you don't know who Julian Lewis is and you're just riding down the street listening, this is the next guy <laughs> yeah. that we'll be talking about like Trevor Lawrence. But we, still like, got, we still got two more years you know. to talk about him in yeah, high school. Yeah, he's a, he's a sophomore in high school and he's one of the best players in the country. Yep. So 
right now committed to USC, but I would like to bring up that Bryce Young was committed to USC at one point as yep. a 10th grader and then went to Alabama. So I'm assuming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, see, see, <laughs> see, 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 you, you see how he did that, folks. Uh, you see how he just managed to, to, to slide out. Slip it in, yeah. You know what I mean? You could do that. Yeah. You, you would do that. Uh, but, but that's the thing. That's, that's what it looks like in his case. I think if you follow him on social media, you'll see he has a bit of a, a sizable following. And I think that's the other thing. You can be great on the field at what you do playing. But I think they also want people who are influencers, right? And, and, and this people who are marketing themselves, and it's you know it's what America is. If you can advertise and make money off your name, image, and likeness, you're supposed to be able to. And the Georgia High School Association did approve a name, image, and likeness policy, and uh, Juju is under that policy right now, and they're abiding by it. And good for him, yeah. you know. I mean, it gives opportunity to you know make money. I'm reading an article on this. The quote from the company, it's a significant six-figure deal. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Look, a six-figure deal for me in high school was like <laughs> six quarters, like a dollar and fifty, you know. Or, yeah. I uh, mean, it, yeah, I don't know. But but good for him. Excited yeah. that he got that opportunity. One thing it makes uh, parents do is start kind of, I won't say policing, but uh, being involved with their young person's social media. Uh, when when they start, you know, going back to when they're in middle school and they decide they want to start doing TikTok and that type of thing, it makes sure what they, you know, kind of look up, you know, look behind that scene, you know, don't trust them, but you want to make sure they're putting the right things on there and projecting the right things because now you don't want somebody that's a great player, but they got stuff on their social that people don't like, right? And now they can't get, they well, can't that, get. Well, that that probably is the lesson that could be a positive, you know, for every thing that has everything has positive and negatives about it. One of the positives could be that Gigi Lewis with 192,000 social media followers. How about that? That's a couple more than me and you and Dom put <laughs> together. Just a couple. Dom <laughs> may have most of them, but between the three of us, yeah. we got around that, right? With Dom was real popular at Stevens in high school. Yeah. So 192,000 so- social media followers, Dom, you got that? Maybe, maybe so. <laughs> not, not quite. I'm working my way there, though. Yeah. Keep working. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Another thing that I got to do this week, I got a chance to um, go up into the Buckhead and Calais Campbell on the day after you guys won Hunter Sack, treated the uh, varsity football team and the girls flag football team from Washington High School, City of Atlanta, and treated them to a shopping trip at, at, at Dick's Sporting Goods. It was awesome to see that, to see the reaction of those young people. Um, and it's just something that he wanted to do to give back. He knew about this time of year, maybe somebody needed new shoes. Are different things and so yeah, on. Yeah, re- really good story. Really, yeah. I was really excited to see the story. I read what you put out and saw some of the things you were doing. It was really good. Uh, thank you to him for having that opportunity. Says a lot about him and his character. Yep, it does. Yes, it does. When he's a big old man uh, with a big old heart to match. That was fantastic to see that. All right, folks, we're just getting started. Uh, we're less than 15 minutes away from kickoff from games from north to south to east and west throughout the state of Georgia. And our reporters are going to have previews for you coming up. And then Coach's Checklist, we're going to check with I.J. Rosenberg later on in this hour. We are just getting started on a Friday night. It's a scoreboard show. High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com.
your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back to more of the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. About eight minutes away from kickoff for games around the state. We welcome you back into our Midtown Atlanta studios for the high school scoreboard show. Sam Crenshaw along with Chris Parker. And Coach, you, you, this stage of the season, and, and you, 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 what, you, you're five minutes away from kickoff and whatnot. What, what are things like? Because you've kind of done pretty, pretty much everything. Maybe not everything. And, you know, people ought to be familiar with some things. You know, like early in the season, yeah. people may not know who goes where on special teams. You right. see that type of thing going on. Well, what you'll see early in the season is it's a madhouse yeah. for about two hours of the game until the game kicks off. And sometimes even after that, because just so much prep work, so much organization mm-hmm. that has to take place. And it's, no matter how organized you are, no matter how disciplined the players try to be and the coaches, there's just so many what-ifs and so many – things you have to go over because remember Sam in high school more than college more than the NFL the team's turning over the team's turning over I mean yeah. I know they got to the transfer portal in college but still percentage wise you're playing a lot of guys that are seniors and you're not playing near the under senior grades in high school that you do in the other so every year you're starting over by the eighth game of the season which right. is where we are tonight most everybody is playing their eighth game tonight by the eighth game of the season both teams have settled into the pregame routine. Mm-hmm. And right now, I mean, now you're probably on the field, honestly, or close to it, but you're walking down to get behind the banner to run through the banner, and it's just an old hat, man. You're getting some, getting some fist bumps. <laughs> you're looking at that call sheet ready to go call some ball plays or yeah. whatever it is your assignment is as a coach. Uh, and the players are getting excited, and, and maybe they can relax and play. That's why you see better football, more organized, less penalties, better execution on both sides 
the later the season goes on because it does become routine. And so, yeah, you, that that's not as much of a thing. And now, I mean, like we mentioned, Sam, the weather is not as much of a thing. There's this small window, and we're in it right now, where it's not really too hot or too cold. Right. And, and it's not something you overly have to prepare for unless it's going to rain. And that changes things, too. And so you can kind of just really see who can execute, who can play better football right now. And if you're a coach at 724 in the evening on Saturday, you always think it's your team. It's about to play. Now, sometime at 732, yep. you start changing your mind. But Whoa. at 724, <laughs> you, you think you're going to win. Yep, yep. i tell you what, though. There's some games that went on last night, some scores. And a lot of games, I guess everybody's back from fall break. You know, is that what this kind of means? Yeah, we, I guess. Got a full complement of games again. More games yet last night on a Thursday that I can remember in a long time that were games that weren't played at multiple stadiums, not the people that kind of usually play on Thursday. Right. You saw a lot of really high-quality games. You look at one that obviously stood out was Mariston, North Atlanta. This was a 7-0 and North Atlanta team going against a 6-1 and Marist team, only lost to Gainesville, number one in the state. Battle. I mean, that's one of the games we're sending Eric Slaughter to and Day Day. And yeah, I mean, yeah. We're, we're we're going to. Well, they played on Thursday, and Maris got the win last night, sixteen to three. Big big win for Maris. Probably locking up the region championship for them if they can hold pat. Because remember now, North Atlanta to win the region would need Maris to lose twice. Yeah. Well, I just told you, Sam. They only got two games left. Yep. How many times do you think Maris lost two in a row in the last 50 years? Yeah, not very many. Not, not very many times. So, <laughs> so I'd say they just won the region championship. But you look at Roswell and Sprayberry played last night, 49-7 Roswell with the win. Uh, that's a game you see on Friday night a lot. You know, you look at West Forsyth Milton. It was in, in uh, coming in West Forsyth, 45-14 West Milton with the win. That's a big win for Milton. West Forsyth, good ball team. Yeah. And Milton really dominated the game. Big win for Milton, probably locking up the region championship for Milton because, again, both teams are top in their region. Milton now is undefeated in the region. West Forsyth has one loss. For West Forsyth to win the region, Milton has to lose twice. Looking also, we had uh, Lafayette, the winner over over uh, Lakeview, Fort Oglethorpe, 34-21, so, which was a good win for them. Um, also, another game I noticed, Eastside with the win over Clark Central, 14-7. Tight ball game, big game in that region, too. Old school game there, Sam, 14-7. Two very good teams. Clark Central at 4-5, and five, but really good. Mm-hmm. They just played such a tough schedule. And the ball has not really seemed to bounce their way, but it, it, that's going to be, you know, you talk about that, Eastside and Clark Central, okay? These are two teams that are playing in, um, they're playing in Region 8 5A, okay? And in Region 8 5A, you got Jefferson, Eastside, Flyer Branch, Loganville, Winderbera, and Clark Central. Man. All decent ball teams. Yeah, yeah. And four of them are going to make the playoffs. Now, Clark Central drops to one and four with that loss in the region. Like, they're probably not going to be one of those teams. You know, and it's 14 to seven. Like, every game's been close to them. So, yeah, even on a Thursday night when maybe people weren't really thinking about high school ball, a lot of things change and make something big may happen. And that was a big game in that region, 8 5 Yeah, some uh, some ranked teams that played late. Blakely County was a the winner. They played last night, Central Carrollton. Playing last night, Carver Columbus was playing last night. So mm-hmm. some really good teams from around the state were in action last night. Okay, we got one of our reporters out with a preview of a game that well, you won't say the game lives in infamy, but they are playing it tonight, and Garrett Chapman has a preview. 
Time now for the pregame sideline report. 92.9 The Game's high school scoreboard show is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the High School Scoreboard Show. My name is Garrett Chapman, and I am joined by the head coach of the Cedar Grove Saints, John Adams, as we are previewing the Sandy Creek and Cedar Grove matchup. Coach, your guys have played a wildly difficult schedule since you since you have a small region, but you faced nationally ranked programs from the highest classifications in Georgia to top-rated out-of-state opponents. Why did you choose to take such a rigorous schedule, and what did it show you about your team? Um, I think the biggest thing is we, we feel like we have a really good ball club. Um, we want to compete each and every week. We want to play the best because we feel like we're the best. So uh, we always put together a really competitive schedule. Uh, we also want to be prepared for the postseason. Uh, we expect to make a long run. Uh, we expect to uh, reach a state championship and win a state championship. So with that mindset, you know, you're going to have to uh, deal with some adversity during the year. So we just try to, you know, build that, that adversity factor um, throughout the regular season and, you know, learn from, you know, learn from ourselves, learn what we do well, uh, learn what we don't do well and make adjustments. So by the time postseason comes around, we're ready to go. Coach E.J. Colson earlier this season became the 17th DeKalb player to surpass 4,000 yards passing and 1,000 yards rushing, not to mention the 78 career touchdowns he also has. What kind of player is E.J. for your team? Well, the thing about E.J., he got one more. He has one more year. So, uh, you know, uh, E.J. is a kid that's a 4.0 guy. Uh, I think he does a really good job of studying his opponent um, each and every week. Um, a lot of people don't know how hard he works in the weight room. Um, he's probably one of our strongest players as well, too. Really accurate thrower that can definitely make things happen with his feet as well. Um, but he's really accurate and has a strong arm. So um, he, he has all, you know, he's a jack of all trades. Um, he can do it all. So um, it's very, very good to have him, you know, um, have him for a few years. Um, and he's doing a really good job for us, and he's doing a good job as a leader as well, too. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the High School Scoreboard Show. I'm joined by John Adams, the head coach of the Cedar Grove Saints. Coach, you last saw Sandy Creek in the state championship game. Is there any sort of revenge factor involved in this? Is it circulated the locker room? What kind of – has there been, like, this renewed sense of, you know, vigor or excitement for this game? Um, I think as you get closer to it, you know, uh, you know, we're doing interviews and uh, – you know, just kind of watching film, watching film from last year, the state championship game. I think that kind of uh, brings back, you know, feelings and, you know, maybe even a little tension. But um, the thing about it is um, it's, a, it's region play. You know, we don't just play Sandy Creek in the state championship. We play them each and every year. Um, and I think we're 2-2 two and two right now. So um, I think it is kind of a rivalry. They're a really good program, coach really well. Um, they do things the right way. So, uh, we're going to have to go out and compete and play really well this week, this Friday. Um, and looking for a really good game against Santa Cruz. Coach, thanks so much. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and the High School Scoreboard Show. My name is Garrett Chapman. That's John Adams as we're getting ready for Cedar Grove and Sandy Creek. It's going to be a great game between two Region 5 AAA teams. Two teams who are vying for a state championship. And hopefully we get another rematch of this one in the state championship game. Sam and Chris, back to you. Alright, thanks a lot, Garrett, for that uh, interview there with, with, with Coach Adams and he may say they didn't talk about last year, last time they met. <laughs> but any guys that were on the team and were on the field that day, you know, as you get closer to this game, yeah, they, they had to do some reflecting, don't you think? Abs, Sam. 
That's not our second president, John Adams. That's another John Adams. <laughs> it's another John but Adams. I didn't know Coach. You know, you, you joke that I know all these. I don't know. I did not know Coach Adams. I was so impressed with him, how he handled himself. So anybody listening doesn't understand. These two teams played for state championship last year. They get to the there, – there was a very controversial call that replay would have overturned that, that changed the game. And Cedar Grove came out on the bad end of that, and they lost the game. And I thought the way he handled himself – knowing that the replay showed the call was wrong. And I, it just was so uh, impressive. As, a, as an administrator, you know, my job now is at the central office and, you know, I'm over principals and people like that. I, I'm impressed with watching a man control himself like that. But if you think for one minute in that room when those kids are in there and just him, he didn't say something about this game, you're out of your mind. <laughs> I, I, I'm just figuring, you know. Like he said, definitely brought that up. <laughs> and he probably said a couple of things about it before they came. He says some stuff we can't put on here, Don. Better get that <laughs> get that button ready. <laughs> <laughs> really, when they think back to that game and that opportunity and that, you know, the people in that community, uh, the, the parents and the people who support Cedar Rock, but they were they were very, very upset about that. And, and he held them back yep. by his sportsmanship and character. And I didn't mean that, what I said about really unbelievable. I don't know if I could have been as graceful as he was in that moment. Um, and as you said a lot about him. But, yes, it's, he was not happy. He just knew to be the bigger person and act right. But, yeah, that, all week, they all week, I mean, all year they've been talking about that. They want to get back to that. That's why they went to Colquitt County on the road. That's why they went those places. So they were more prepared when they got back to Sandy Creek. Well, we'll see what happens when they play that game tonight. And, obviously – you know, we talk about this game tonight. We talk about the difference that there will be video review in the state championship games this year because they'll be playing at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the home of the Falcons. Uh, that is coming up. But you had the TV call for that game. I, I was there. You were very professional too, Sam. Now, you weren't as invested as Coach Adams was, but you were also very professional. And I also spoke the truth. I said, hey, he blew that one pretty badly. Yeah. He saw three guys with red jerseys falling in the zone, but none of them was the one with the ball. <laughs> I mean, and it was a mistake. Things happen. Guys. Oh, absolutely. I wasn't absolutely. Doubt. But the replay could fix that. Yeah. And we hope we, hopefully that will be the case when they play the state championship games later on this year. All right. Games are kicking off around the state. Some already have. Um, you come back, coaches checklist. We're going to check in with I.J. Rosenberg, score Atlanta, get his thoughts on the game tonight, and high school football Hall of Fame weekend. That's all coming up. You stay with us here on the High School Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio, that is trying to game with AngelaGame.com. High School Scoreboard Show. Coach, we got some games already underway, and they, they wasted no time putting points on the board some of these games. Yeah, scores are already coming in, Sam. <laughs> we got one. I see Cherokee Bluff is up 7-0 on East, on East Hall. That's early one thing. You said Commerce is already leading. Commerce just scored again. They're up 13 to nothing. What? Taking an extra point right now to go up 14 to nothing. Eight minutes and 50 seconds to go in the first quarter. They, they played no two time. minutes and 10 seconds. And that's going to be a good ball game. They playing up at the Granite Bowl? Yeah, in the Granite Bowl, beautiful place. But at Elbert, Elbert's behind. Two touchdowns just a few minutes in. City of Atlanta, this game has been a 5 o'clock starter. You got uh, Douglas uh, is up on Carver Atlanta, 17-7 to in the third quarter. Uh, Coach Stanley Pritchett. Um, he's got Douglas rolling in the right direction and a win over Carver. That would be that so would be big. a massive win for them. That's a region game, you know. It's Douglas, Carver, Sandy Creek, and Cedar Grove. The other two teams are following. Yeah, all in the region. Three of them have been state champion contenders for a while. Douglas trying to get in that mix. Wow! So exciting stuff happening right away. But I'll tell you what, we want to do as always at this segment of the show. We're going to check in with the coach and see what the coach has on the coach's checklist. <laughs> Time now for Coach Parker's Coach's Checklist. As Coach and Chris Parker get their analysis of this week's biggest stories. Brought to you by Reliable Heating and Air. Get any sized air conditioner for only $69.99 per month. Visit ReliableAir.com. This week on the Coach Checklist, Sam, we're going to talk about offensive play calling tips. So I'm going to give people some tips. This time of year where there's a lot of people up in them bleachers telling them what they ought to be doing. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So I'm going to give them experts. a little, they're, give them a little all, ammunition. They're all experts. Yeah, but the play callers aren't listening right now. They're busy. The people listening will have some ammunition. So I'm going to give them some educated things they can say, you know. Okay, all right. So, one, you always – and this is these are real things. They're not tongue-in-cheek. You always want to think new way over new play. Like, always have your best stuff you like to run. Find new formations, shifts, motions, whatever, to run your best stuff. So always think new way over new play. Number two. Have a purpose for everything you do. Everything in offense should be installed. It should have a purpose. 
you shouldn't just be doing stuff because you saw Auburn do it on Saturday. You know, that, okay. that's right. not what you need to do. <laughs> uh, so if you want to criticize, do that. Okay. Uh, the next thing, put the formation in the boundary. Sam's heard me talk for you know, put the strength into the boundary. Yep. It, it makes the defense pick whether they want to go field or strength or people understand football. On the defense side, the defense has a strength. They have a side that people that are accustomed to playing to what they call the strong side of the formation. Sometimes they the ball's on the hash in high school. They want to put that thing to the field no matter what. Well, most teams put their strength to the field also. And you put your strength into the boundary, put the tight end into the boundary, put trips receivers into the boundary and the short side of the field messes with the defense. You come out of the game with something new. My thought was always we try to throw early, run late. I want to come out of the game kind of throwing because it's hard to run the ball sometimes early in the game in a high school game when everybody's jacked up and the band's playing. But as the game wears on, you can run a lot of your base stuff. Other thing, Sam, for high school ball, use your sideline. Okay. You can talk to guys on your sideline. I mean, you got your best receiver, put your best receiver on your sideline. Run the trick plays to your side. You know, you're not going to get as many penalty calls. We hit a ton of double passes over the years. Every single double pass, we threw it to our sideline. I couldn't say that before. People would know what I was doing. But every <laughs> single time. So if we were in a quarter where we couldn't have thrown it to our sideline, we didn't call it. Because I want to be able to tell that referee, hey, man, we're throwing a double pass here. So – they would know if it was a backer pass. They look for it. They don't call the flag. you got to use your sideline. Have a plan if they stop your base play. Have a plan if they stop your base play. So you need to go into the game saying, and we're going to call this. If this defensive end makes a tackle, we're going to call this. If the linebacker makes a tackle, we're going to call this. You know, have a plan like that. And that's how a lot of call, play callers do. So when you're up in the bleachers and you're saying, quit running up the middle, yeah. well, yeah, you might be right. I'm sure maybe they shouldn't. But – what would they do? A lot of people don't understand. Who made the tackle? Are they, is it not working because the linebackers make tackles? Is it not working because defense fans make the tackle? And then you got to have a plan. We're going to call on who that is. Take some shots. You got to take some shots, especially, in, especially nowadays. You got to throw the ball down the field. You got to call your trick play, whatever it is. Take some shots. And the last tip, and it's always my last tip when talking about to coaches about things do whatever you got to do to get your good players the ball and avoid their good players. Okay. Sounds okay. really that, simple. That's real simple. <laughs> yeah. There's no good – when you're playing against Trevor Lawrence, when you're playing against yep. Nick Chubb, you know, it, it, all this stuff didn't matter. Yep. Yep. So you better avoid them good players. <laughs> that is the coach's checklist for tonight. Folks, if you want more information, more things like this, more things, so just, just worse things you want to remember, and especially if you're working uh, in football, if you're coaching at any level, there are places people can go. Uh, Parker Resources. Yeah, parkerresource.org. we got a ton of resources of podcasts, you know, Social media posts, videos, um, documents, all kind of things. Most of it's no cost. You know, you just go there and get you some resources, some things to help you out, and they can reach out and uh, really enjoy and give them back to that community. Yep, yep. And it's fantastic because every every Saturday and Sunday, well, Sunday you see them list who the coaches are over the week and your, and the assistant coaches. Yeah. I think it's big that you – and the coaches really appreciate that recognition. Yeah, it's been really well received, and that's why, we, that's why I've done it. It kind of started out as something – just occasionally and then kind of took off because you don't see a lot of recognition for that group. And, mm -hmm. you know, it's an important group. It's an important group. The head coach gets all the credit and all the blame. Yeah. And the head yeah. coach is like when you give some credit to some other people too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Fantastic things we do with Parker Resources. All right, folks, uh, it is Hall of Fame weekend uh, for high school football here in the state. And the person we we're going to go to next uh, has been very excited. He's got us all lined up, and we're all ready to go to work tomorrow and put on our, our jackets. You don't have your jacket yet, do you? IJ's getting my jacket. I'm going to be ready to go. I'm yeah, looking forward Chris, to that. we got you. I'm getting got a selfie. We're out, we're out here at Cal right now. In fact, uh, got a lot of former Georgia players out here, Keith Henderson, uh, of course, Jamal Lewis, uh, not a former Georgia player, but a pretty good one. Uh, if you remember Buzzy Rosenberg yeah. from the 60s, 
uh, just a lot of a lot of good guys. Michael Harris is out here. Everybody enjoying barbecue, and we should have a good football game between Greater Atlanta Christian and Kel. But tomorrow is going to be a lot of fun, guys. I think you know last year if I you know we had somewhere around 750 to 780 people, but we'll go over that this year. Um, it's 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 going to be a big deal tomorrow uh, at the College Football Hall of Fame. Looking forward to it. Uh, a whole lot of work has gone into this, and. Uh, just to get people assembled. An impressive group, uh, IJ, just an impressive group. And we talked about earlier how people talk about the talent in Georgia today and, and how well this area is recruited. And, and when draft day rolls around, the names that we hear call, it's been that way for some time, though. Well, you know, it's interesting. Quincy Carter's out here tonight. I haven't seen Quincy in, in years. And, you know, he's one of the greatest that's ever stepped on a high school field. He's got a Southwest Decat jersey on. And, you know, he had his, you know, he had some issues off the field and, you know, which sort of held him back. And, you know, he's worked really hard to sort of, you know, correct things personally. And, you know, you got, you know, I know that Rusty Mansell is close with Quincy. Uh, and of course, one of our board members and a partner of mine and a lot of things that we do, you know, if you got a chance this morning to read Quincy's Q and a, uh, we had an intern that did it and did just a fantastic job with it. Uh, but it's just, you know, it's just neat to hear the stories. It really is. And, uh, you know, Buzzy Rosenberg, who's no relation to me, but it's one of the best defensive backs that's ever played for Vince Dooley, still holds some punt return records. So it's, it's you know, it, it's a lot of fun to just listen to the stories. And I think tomorrow, uh, and, of course, you know, Sam, you know, and Chris, you know, last year, you just know, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know if they're going to dance down the aisle. You don't know what type of story they're <laughs> going to tell. It's true. Uh, it is. It is. And uh, we'll, But we're going to have a good time. What I've seen from doing this show, Sam gets us somebody every week at 840 that was a high school legend in Georgia. And it's just been so interesting how excited they get to talk about their high school days and what you guys have turned that into a whole nother thing with this Hall of Fame and what's been exciting to be a part of it, IJ, and tell him is how excited they are to be a part of it. And especially after they've been a part of it. And we were talking this week about how excited the people that were in last year were after it was over. Talk a little bit about that. Well, and I, I might've said this before, but uh, you know, Champ Bailey's going to be there tomorrow night. He's going to do something special. And of course he's an NFL Hall of Famer, one of the great defensive backs in the last 30, 40 years. But he'll sit there and tell you, as good as his experience was at Georgia, as good as it was when he played in the NFL and he played for some good teams, um, nothing was better than when he was in high school. And every single one of these players say it. And, look, I went to Lakeside. I was fortunate to play for Wayman Creel in the 70s. And, you know, it, it's it's a special time for all of us. And, and that's not just for football players. It's for all sports. Um, you know, those four was five years for us back then in the 70s. But – you know, it's just it's a it's just a different experience in college, uh, or if you make it to that next level, and there's just nothing like your high school and your high school team and Friday night lights and and this place is, is going to have a good crowd tonight for this game and uh, so you know I, again I just think what we have found and and I found this at Lakeside High School and we started the Hall of Fame over there, they come back it's like a reunion and they love to remember what it was like when they were 15, 16, 17, 18 years old. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, and the other thing I've noticed in reading a lot of bios of this year's inductees, IJ, a lot of uh, multiple sports people, these guys were just incredible athletes. It didn't matter what they played. They were going to go out there and find a way to beat you. 
And I think that's unique yeah. about that. These guys are so versatile. I mean, of course, last year we had some guys going in like 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 Charlie Ward and Jeff Francoeur. But but this group has a lot of guys who are multi-sport and were great at, at, at all of them. Well, think about this. If you're Vince Dooley, okay, and you have a choice between Jasper Sanks and Jamal Lewis, and you take Jasper, and Jamal, of course, goes to Tennessee, and, and then, of course, you see what happens and what happened with him in the NFL. I mean, it's just – it's it's and ja- and I'm not taking a damn thing away from Jasper Sanks, guys, but Jamal Jamal Lewis was just one of those special special running backs, and it wouldn't matter whether he was from Georgia or Nevada. Uh, but you're right. I mean, these guys they made it happen, and what's cool is they made it happen in a lot of these small towns. You know, Billy Lothridge. We go all the way back to Gainesville in the 1950s when there were no pro teams in Atlanta, and you know, Billy of course was second in the Heisman. Uh, to uh, Steve Spurrier when he was at Georgia Tech. So, I, you know, like you said, I mean, th- these these guys play at a different level than we played at, that's for sure. <laughs> they definitely played at a different level than I did. I can't I speak for you did. or Sam, but they definitely played. I was impressed to read the biographies, and I was so impressed to see how many people we couldn't get in. And how I, what yeah. I'm excited to see, IJ, is how this thing can keep growing and keep growing because we've got so many players now that are good. And then there were so many people that were hard to pick from. There's a lot of yeah. good players still out there, right? Yeah, there are. Listen, guys, I'm going to go on and get these guys set up for TV. We're about to open at 8. Uh, make sure you watch it on the Peachtree Sports Network. And, guys, we'll see you tomorrow, okay? All right. All right. There's I.J. Rosenberg. Got to run out there with Kale and Great Atlanta Christian. And that's a big region. That's a crucial region. That's a great, that's a, that's a great game to bet tonight. I'll be watching that one. Uh, great Atlanta Christian undefeated. Kale with one loss to Parkview, no region loss. Yeah. The winner of that game in the Catbird seat for the region championship. Absolutely. You mentioned Parkview, and right now they're off to a, a 7-7 tie start with Newton. My goodness. I Newton. Mean, what a team this year. You wow. know, they played their way onto statewide television. You yeah, know, first you, time you, ever, I believe. You got a coaching change. You're in a really, really tough region that they play in. Uh, this week after week is very, very difficult, and and they've had problems getting over the hump in that region. This yeah. season, for some reason, that they, they're they're clearing those hurdles. Yeah, it's just worked out. I mean, they've been in the Gwinnett region now for several years. They they beat the teams that aren't the Gwinnett schools, the big ones, and they struggle with the Parkviews and the Graysons, and they end up in third or fourth in the region. And they're still really really good. This year, that's not been the case. Yeah, beat McEachern, beat Westlake, you know, beat <laughs> beat Par- beat Grayson, uh, beat Brookwood. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, tied with Parkview early. Yep. Uh, if they finish this one off, they are in the, the catbird seat for the That's region. That's amazing. With a, with a 7A. New, with a new head coach. Region champ. Brand new head coach. Yep. First time ever head coach. Guy yep. that been there since the day he got out of college. Yep, yep. How about that? Coach Skelton. He, you know, he, he was there. You know, He won us over. Yep. I'm not going to say it's because he came on the show they started winning, but when he came on the show they started winning. Yep. You know, and he was there with Coach Banks. Yeah. You know, so, He's been there a while. But he don't have the, uh, the buttermilk pie. <laughs> Coach Banks got. <laughs> I tell you, him and Coach Banks both got as an undefeated record. How about that? They both yeah. do. They both do. Green County is, is undefeated right now. All right, stay tuned. Headed for the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to hear from someone, hey, you want a job done right, do it yourself. This person has been an administrator in so many different things in the sport of football. She decided, yes, she decided to put the stripes on and become an official on Friday night. We're going to get some thoughts from her coming up, and then later on in the hour, we're going to check in with Walker Stroud for school days. That's coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. You stay with us at the Scoreboard Show, High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929thegame.com.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.